What's up guys? Today I wanna to talk to you about evening routines. So I did a video previously on morning routines. Check that one out if you haven't done already. And the idea of the morning routine video was we were trying to figure out what we should do and how we should set up our mornings to make sure that we're ready to have a really successful day. And I drew parallels between starting your car after a long layoff and making sure that we warm up the engine and we get the oil flowing so that when we put our foot down, we get maximum performance from our vehicle. And the same concept can be done for the evening routine. So this is when your day is done. You've finished work, you've eaten your dinner, let's say the kids have been put to bed, and it's now your bit of time to wind down and get set up for the following day. So it's like bringing the car slowly into the garage and turning the engine off and letting everything cool down so it's ready to perform again tomorrow, okay? Now, when we're setting up our evening routine, there's two areas that we wanna keep in mind. One is the wind down for the evening because the idea now is that you wanna get a good night's sleep. And then part two is the setup for the following day, okay? We wanna make sure that we've got everything in place today so that we can have a really good tomorrow. I'm gonna start with that part because that part, in my opinion, should come before the wind down because it's, it's still work. It's still stuff that needs to be done. And I believe once that stuff is done, it's a great trigger for you then to start relaxing and winding down. So prepping for tomorrow. Here's the things that I feel people should try to do. One, go through your to-do list and your calendar. Tick off everything that you've got done. And then importantly, migrate everything that's not been completed to the future. That doesn't necessarily mean that it's gonna be put to tomorrow. I don't think it's a good idea to keep just shifting things to the next day. But you need to take a moment at that point to review what you've done and what needs doing and then decide, can I do that tomorrow? Is it not realistic at the moment? Does it need to be pushed to next week, etc. And same thing for your calendar. Look at your events, look at your meetings, look at what you've got going on, where you've got space and have it all structured so that when you sit back from it, you have a really clear picture already of what tomorrow is going to look like. And any of the things that you haven't managed to complete today or that have been worrying you have now been compartmentalized, packaged, and put into tomorrow's problems. Therefore, tomorrow's you. Because today's you has done all that you can. You, let's say you're not happy with the day. You didn't get everything you wanted done. Sitting there and worrying about it now and trying to get on it now when you're tired and when you've spent all your energy, it's, not, it's counterproductive. It's not what you want to be doing. Right now, you need to rest. So you're not ignoring it. You're not pretending it didn't happen. You're just saying, tomorrow, I'm gonna handle all of this. Tomorrow, I'm gonna get back on it, okay? So that's the first thing. The second thing when we're talking about setup for tomorrow is reset your workspace. Now, if you don't work from home, this is something you do before you leave work. Uh, if you work from home, this will be your desk, but this also goes forward into your whole home. Make sure your house is clean before you go to bed. Take a moment to clean up the kitchen, to sort out your living room, 
clear your desk so that everything is in its place and ready that you tomorrow you don't have to wake up and start with all of this stuff. Okay, you want us when we wake up in the morning, that's when we've got our most energy. It's when we're at our most productive, we're ready to go. So we don't want to waste that time and energy spent on medial tasks like doing the dishes from yesterday. It's not a great way to get your day started, but doing it at the end of the day and putting everything away, putting everything in its place, that's a great feeling. And it really sets you up that you can then start the next process, which is the winding down. Now, the winding down is the most important part of your evening routine. And millions and millions of people do it wrong. They watch TV until late at night, and then they climb into bed with their phones and they stare at their screens for a few more hours. And eventually through pure exhaustion, their eyes close and they fall asleep. Now, it's very much easier said than done, but I really, really implore you to just give it a go. Just try just one day and tell me that you don't get a better night's rest from it. Switch off all screens at least one hour before you plan to go to sleep. Okay, so before you plan to climb into bed and get ready for bed, one hour before then, switch off all screens. No TVs, no mobile phones. TV's easy, just switch it off, okay? Mobile phone, go put it on charge for tomorrow now. So you've done all your to-do lists, you've replied to all your messages for today, put it on silent, put it screened down so you're less tempted if it does uh, flash up, turn off notifications, stick it on charge away from your bed, okay? It can be in the same room, but away from your bed with your alarm on for tomorrow. That bit of tech is done with for the day, okay? The next part in terms of your wind down can then be whatever you want in an analog variety. So you can journal, okay? You can meditate. You can sit with your wife and have a conversation. God forbid, you know what I mean? Uh, I really enjoy making a tea. This has just been a bit of a ritual for me in the evenings. Uh, be careful of things like green tea because we all know green tea is great, but green tea is naturally caffeinated. So uh, I tend to go for peppermint. Uh, mint teas in general, they're great for digestion. They're great for easing your gut. Uh, and I find them very calming. And also, you're then going to brush your teeth. So uh, this is a silly thing, but it really made a difference for me is when I used to try like fruity teas and things like that. And then I'd go brush my teeth and then it wasn't a nice combination of things. Whereas mint tea kind of eases me into brushing my teeth. And again, I associate that with bedtime and starting to wind down. And this is the big thing with evening routines uh, in terms of the wind down process. You want to create certain patterns of behavior that you associate with going to sleep. Because when your mind recognizes patterns, then it will naturally do what it needs to do to get you into that right state of mind. So when you plug that phone in and put it down, that's like the trigger to start winding down. When you make that tea and you sip on it and you sit down, you're talking with your partner or whatever it might be that you're doing in the evening, if you're on your own, you're on your own. Uh, all of this is starting to set us up to wind down and be able to then get into bed and fall asleep, okay? You don't go to sleep, okay? We don't get in bed and go ready, sleep. 
Okay, if you're purely exhausted, you might hit the pillow and do that sometimes. But generally speaking, as the term suggests, we need to fall into sleep. Okay, and to be able to do that, we need to be relaxed enough in order to fall. So the only thing that I would have by your bed is either a notepad or a book. What you read is completely up to you. I don't think it makes a difference if it's fiction or non-fiction because it's not about absorbing the information so much at this time. It really is just about keeping the lights low, okay, and just slowly being able to drift. Be aware of bedside lights and LEDs because LEDs emit a blue light and the blue light is what keeps us awake. It inhibits our melatonin production and it makes it hard for us to get to sleep at night. So just be aware because uh, these days LED light bulbs are everywhere, even in your side lamps. Make sure that you've got a lamp shade on it and if you can, get a less white bulb. So if you look at light bulbs, you have different levels of how, how bright they get but also how white the light is. So the more yellow the light is, the less blue light that it's going to emit. And if you put a lampshade over it, then even better. And again, try to get something that basically softens the light, okay, and diffuses it and breaks it up. And have it as low as humanly possible so that you can read in comfort, uh, but not, not be kept awake. If you're using an e-reader, so, Kindle. Uh, I really don't recommend using an iPad to read at night because yes, you can put it on night mode, but the issue is is that it, iPads come with other apps and that's where it, you're making it easy for yourself to do the wrong thing, to start looking at social media, to start browsing the internet, none of which I would recommend. So I don't recommend it. If, you, if you've got the discipline to make sure that you just read from it and put it down, go for it. But again, low light as possible and dimmed. Uh, lavender oil on your pillow is highly recommended. It really helps with putting you to sleep. And again, it's all about building those mental associations. The taste of mint in the toothpaste, the smell of lavender on the pillow, all these things put together will train your mind into knowing that this is the time. This is where we sleep. Okay, so take a moment to think about your evening routine. Remember the two areas that you need to work on. One is how you set yourself up for the next day. And two is how you wind down at the end of this one. So in the comments, let us know if you have any uh, things you do for your evening routine that helps you. And check out the morning routine video if you haven't done already. And as always, take care of yourself. Mm -hmm.